0: Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner located in the heart of Prospect Park. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie, and a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their own corner of the world. So today our episode is all about our beauty pageant stances and We're gonna be talking about things that we are passionate about and would like to make changes to. Um, So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So let's start with uh, what's on our knitting needles this week, ladies. I guess I'll go first because. Alphabetical. Here I am. We do it all. <laughs> all right. Um, so I am still working on the summer soundtrack. I actually met with a friend earlier this week and um got some good knitting time in. So I'm I'm just moving along. It's a, a big project with little yarn and little needles, but it's a lot of fun and um it's it's easy to pick up and I'm still loving it. So
1: and it's going to all be worth it. It's, oh yeah.
0: yeah. I'm, I have a goal to be done by November so I can wear
1: it as a layer. Very exciting. Very cool. That would be a great layer too. That will be your year, year round for you really. Um, without oh, just, just wearing it as, as a top itself in a warmer month. That's great. All right. So this is Kathy and I have been knitting all week long, On a polar bear, I had no idea that a polar bear could possibly be so much knitting. I mean, I have, I've dedicated my life to the polar bear this week and I am just about halfway through his head. It is a ton of knitting, but it's easy knitting and it's really fun. And I know that when it's all done, it's going to be, it's really cool by Susan B. Anderson. She does such a great job with her toys. Um, And then a little bit in between, I have been picking up a knitting on the Linden shawl, which is another class, but I think I mentioned this before, that is with very fine black yarn. And so the window of knitting on that is um, very dependent on the daylight. <laughs> so I, they've been actually good projects to have partnered with each other. Mm-hmm. So that's what's on my needles this week. Awesome.
2: Um, I actually have been in a little bit of a knitting slum for the past couple of months. Um, but I picked up yarn on Saturday to start making a color block blanket for my friend who's having a baby, and I feel like it has brought life back into my knitting. I have almost done my first strip because I'm a rebel and I'm knitting it in strips instead of one at a time. Nice. i <laughs> going back to the second round, but um, it's been really fun, and I'm loving the way the colors are coming out. It's really great. Nice. Awesome. Perfect.
3: Very good. can you say what the colors are or do you want to to give yes, it a?
2: She picked them. They're like okay. a navy
3: blue, a Ooh, rust orange. <laughs>
2: yep, I thought you'd say that. Um, and then like yellow, um, like a sea green, kind of like a darker sea green, and then a light blue. Very pretty. Yeah, it's very, it's a very different color palette. Poly- it's like a like a very modern take on primary colors. I think it's really cute. Does that sound cute.
3: Um, So, on my knitting needles is, well, are still my Christmas stocking and my cable blanket, and I have made zero progress on both of them this week, and that's okay because that was just the kind of week that I had with my kids, and that's where we are, but um, maybe in the future, I'll be able to knit again. Let's hope. Let's all say a little prayer. I got my fingers crossed. Thanks. I
0: appreciate it. (laughs) all right well do we want to jump into today's topic yeah okay so pageant platforms and I, I think we can all agree as a whole that like the whole beauty pageant thing is not really super cool these days um with the swimsuits and the ball grounds. but i we before we hit record we were talking about the actual the quality part of the pageant which is their platform, something that they are either, you know, helping to increase or improve um, or something that, you know, they're passionate about. So we're here to talk about that today. And because it's alphabetical and we didn't really get any information beforehand besides what is your pageant platform in an email, (laughs) I get to go first. So, if I'm dead wrong on everything, I apologize.
3: <laughs> but, the great thing about being last, um, I always get to hear, like, oh, I should probably change my answer. <laughs> yes.
0: So, as, as the person who gets to go first, I would, if I was in a beauty pageant, my platform, I think, would be all about improving the nutritional health. Aspect of health within the medical field and just like in in daily lives. So as some of you might know, I work in a physical therapy office, um, which they're all about physical health and you know getting people strong, you know, mobile, up and moving. Of you know, and we have patients that range from age seven to ninety-five. Um, of of all reasons. I mean, some people got hurt at work. Some people are just, you know, what they call deconditioned, which means they just need to move more and they need some help doing that. And then we have other people who have other medical problems that um, that need help. But over the last year that I've been there, I learned that it's, there's a huge component of, of the nutritional health that Goes hand in hand with the physical health, and it's kind of something that I always knew about. I mean, I, I kind of went vegan for that reason, and now I'm kind of a little less vegan um, than I was. But you know, that was part of the reason I, I transitioned to more of a plant-based diet was to get a better nutritional health um, and stay away from all the processed foods and sugar and you know carbs and things like that. Um, but that, I, that would be my platform. I mean, putting nutrition back into the medical field. There's so many doctors that don't, they don't even think about that aspect of things. And um, I've actually been in that situation pretty recently where, um, you know, I was having medical issues and I know people that, you know have been in this situation as well and they go to doctor after doctor and nobody asks what do you eat what is your diet like that is that's not a question on any intake form nothing but at my job that's like the first thing that we ask is what is your diet like and what is your physical activity home at home look like and it really puts people's perspective towards okay, well, maybe I should really change some of my, you know, diet at home and my lifestyle in terms of eating. And it really helps. I mean, people who like see that and change that improve far more drastically than people who think their diet doesn't matter. So there is my platform.
1: That is so cool. (laughs) I love your platform. That's a great one. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have, um, lived firsthand exactly the moments that you have talked about when Ed was getting better from, um, his surgery initially, and then from his, you know, setback that he had. And, um, it was very obvious. Well, it, it became very obvious that the nutrition was a huge component of this, you know, what amount of protein and blah, 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 all that stuff. It was really, really fascinating because you could, you know, when you're deconditioned because you've been immobile for an extended period of time, yeah. it's really not a pretty thing. And then as you start to watch those deconditioned muscles start to come back to life again um, because of the therapies and because of nutrition, it's amazing. Yeah. But I love that. Yay. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll go into mine then. So my uh, my Miss America platform is going to be financial literacy, which is very near and dear to my heart, and has just sort of been you know, tapping at the door recently. Some opportunities, hopefully, but I am really committed to financial literacy, and it's really a matter of um, creating equal opportunities. It's not creating wealth. It's creating equal opportunity so that no matter where you are currently, um, you you learn about debt and credit and having goals and planning and what it takes to get there. And so um, I used to work at Charles Schwab a long time ago, you all know that, and they're starting a program and it really is incorporating into our public school systems actually grades K through 12, I personally wanna focus on middle school through college, Um, you know, this financial literacy, you know, teaching our students. We have no classes in schools, or most of us do not have classes in our schools that help us learn how to manage a checkbook, do price comparisons. Uh, What does that interest rate mean? You know, it, it doesn't sound like much, but what does that mean when it's compounded? so I that is my platform I really would love to be able to do something that would help educate students on financial literacy again you know creating a more even playing field for everybody to have an opportunity to be independent someday all right. That's my platform. That's
3: huge too, Kathy, especially right now with all the discussions of student loans. That was the biggest one was that not realizing, yes, you're borrowing X amount, um, but your interest rate is 7%. And that's where it was getting you. And people realizing, oh, but well, I need the money now. And my guidance counselor telling me just to go ahead and take that loan out. And I'm just going to sign right here. And I mean, now it's it's a huge topic. It's a daily topic in the news, and it's huge. Yeah, it's
1: really it is, and and kind of right along that same line is, and I I didn't need re, I did not realize this component of it until I started to read a little bit more on it, but financial institutions are more willing to give college students loans than any other can, um, age group. And, uh, it's, you know, so, it, and you're at that age too, where you're just like, Oh yeah, I'll take the money now. I'll pay it back. And oh, so it's, it's kind of learning those types of things too, of, you know, um, no criticism of the financial institutions, which is understanding as an individual, is that what I want to take on? Um, yeah. And, and even your know, things as simple as, uh, being in the grocery store and doing price comparisons, you know, I, um, I, my, when I went, you know, I'm so far out of college, nothing makes any sense anymore there, but I had economics and I always loved economics only because I learned how to do price comparisons in the grocery store and I would love it. Some of my friends would call me and go, okay, so I'm looking at this and it costs this and it's this many ounces and I'd be doing the price comparison for them. Um, well, we probably didn't have phones back then. I mean, we talked to them before, but yeah, so it's, it's those things. It's those everyday things. So that's it. That's mine. All right. Natalie, which you know, platform?
2: my platform. Okay. So first of all, the only connection I have to Miss America is Olivia Colpo, who won, I think in 2012. But the only reason that I know her is because she dated Nick Jonas. So she became a very important part of my Instagram feed. Um, but she since broke up with Nick Jonas a while back. He's married now. It's someone else. It's but that's my Miss America connection in my lifetime. That's the one I've cared about the most. Um my platform though, if it were me, I think would be so I'm obsessed with this guy on TikTok who cleans up all of these like water bottles and stuff out of like lakes and stuff near his house like he just goes and finds places that are polluted and he cleans it up and takes all like he sorts all the trash and takes it to like recycling facilities and like make sure that like as much of it as possible is being like taken to another use which i think is so cool and he like will do like hundreds of bags of trash and show you like before and after pictures and i would love to do something like that i think it's a really meaningful um thing and I think it's something we don't think about all the time because we don't always have the visual of it so sometimes seeing them I'm like I can't believe you know places actually look like that and then you hear about like the just miles of ocean that have trash packed together you know what I mean like floating in the ocean there's these massive piles of trash that are like miles long Mm -hmm. and there's just so much more that can be done there to help clean up a lot of our nature so I think it's really cool and that's what I would advocate for, and also for people not to litter, so that we don't have these problems.
0: Yeah, and there's also that, like, before, too, of reusing things that you already have, or, you know, other, someone else's trash can be your treasure, instead of throwing something just away because you don't need it, like, someone else can always use it, or you can always use it as something different than what it was meant to be. So we was right. those massive piles of trash in the ocean.
3: Right. That's exactly. Awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Love it. It's good. It's great.
3: Oh, I love all of these. They're so wonderful. Um, all right. So mine would be making sure that no child was hungry. Um, it breaks my heart to hear of children who don't know where their next meal is going to come from or that their only hot meal is at school, um, especially with the pandemic that hit last year and the fact that so many of those students depended on going to school, not just for an education, um, but also to be fed. And that really hits home. I mean, it hits home even more now that I have children. It hit home back when I would, um, when I taught, I taught at a, um, very prestigious like catholic school so we didn't really have that there but when i did my student teaching i was out in pittsburgh and there were some schools that i did student teaching at that it it was just so sad and the children are so sweet and so innocent and you just want to feed i just want to feed them all um and seeing during the pandemic the schools would be set up and parents could come by i thought that was wonderful and give out meals um, of apples and bananas and bread just to make sure that during the pandemic children were still being fed. I thought that was a wonderful thing that the schools were doing in this area. And if I had a platform, mine would be to make sure every child in America or the world, but we'll start here in America, um, has food to fill their belly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel
0: like not a lot of people really understand the, the amount of kids that are hungry in america i mean i i feel like a lot of people think about oh there's like you know starving children in africa quote unquote mm-hmm. um but like there's there's people on your street that can't afford to feed their kids dinner at night mm-hmm. and they really do i i went to school with a lot of people um especially in high school they do breakfast a lot in a lot of places um at school and they like survived off of that breakfast and lunch every day. Like they knew home didn't have anything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's the, the thing, like especially with the pandemic hitting last year. And I agree with you, Brianna, like When we have the TV and we're watching TV, it's always—and not to downplay what's happening in Africa, because absolutely, I want those children to be fed too—but those are the commercials you see. You know, for only ten cents and you know whatever the number is, you can donate to make sure this child is fed. Um, But I don't think we realize that here in your own town, there's so many children, um, kindergarten all the way up to high school, who are going to school, and that is—that's where they're getting fed. That's where they're getting those meals. And I'm thankful that our tax dollars do that, that we're able to provide meals for children in that regard. I just want to take it a step further and, and help those children not have to depend, like what happens if they can't go to school? What happens if this school year again, it's shut down and they're dependent on their parent being able to drive to the school, which is a whole other issue to pick up the meals, to be able to get it home. And then how long is that food going to last in your family? It just, it it breaks my heart. I mean, I get, we all joke that we get hangry and we absolutely do. Um, but realistically, we're just angry.
1: (laughs) We're not hungry. That was just really going through my mind too, is thinking about like, I know how hunger affects me. You've seen it firsthand when it's time to eat, but I know, I know there's food to eat, but how that affects a a child's ability to learn.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And to not lose their temper, um, to not be scared, to not be worried, to not, I, 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 oh my God, you're kidding me. Mm -hmm. And could you imagine how amazing that must feel to do it? Like even in addition to what our schools are able to do, which is fantastic to be able to, every once in a while go, let's get together. Let's make sandwiches and um, take them, take Mm -hmm. them where they're needed. We did that. My mom's church, this is a long time ago, because you know it's been a while since mom's been here, and I did it with her a few times. It was wonderful. Once a week, they would do brown bag lunches and take them to the local hospital, to the families that were waiting while their family member was in surgery, and give lunches to the people. They were not in need, maybe monetarily, but they couldn't leave the room within, and couldn't couldn't decide what to eat and to feed somebody is amazing. Mm-hmm. To feed somebody is amazing. Cool. The best that. form of care. Yep.
0: I feel like all of our platforms tie in together because I'm with Stephanie Stephanie's platform about kids not being hungry. Mm-hmm. But those families need to learn financial literacy to be able to, you know, hopefully, you know, get to that point where they, they are able to feed their families and, you know, have, you know, healthy financial lives. And then with mine, it's all about food (laughs) and making sure that you're healthy medically and physically. And then Natalie, it comes back to making sure, you know, you're giving back and, and reusing, recycling, whatever you need to do. Oh, you know what? As you is the, as,
1: that was going through my mind too. This is all tying together. And Natalie, repurposing, and you, we're you guys are great about this. I think we're all really good about this. One of the things that I do love is we all drink tap water, and we drink it out of our reusable bottles. And I think that's amazing. Wouldn't that be an interesting component? It's the repurposing. It's the reusing. It's not the bottle I drank and threw into the recycling, which it gets recycled. But again, we've never thrown away a water bottle. When we've had drink, when we drank our water together for years, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be neat to be able to provide somebody with, here is your water bottle. This is for your school year. And there is the water fountain. And now let's make sure that, oh, you know, like it sort of just all brings it together.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: It's great. It does And Brianna, you're, you made a great point to say that doctor's offices don't ask you what you're eating. I have an autoimmune autoimmune disease. Not many people know that, Um, but I do. And I've had to go to the doctor since I was like in middle school for this is when I finally got diagnosed. Nobody ever asked me what do I eat? No. And it's an autoimmune disease. My body is literally attacking itself and nobody has asked me my diet. Now I did research and I found that if I eat gluten-free, it makes me feel better. And that was something that went hand in hand. Do I eat gluten-free? absolutely not. That was a lovely ice cream cone that I was eating before we started our podcast. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I did, when I did it, I did feel a difference and it it made a huge difference in like how I felt about myself. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: just, it's important to be aware of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether you follow it strictly or not, you know, at least you know the consequences. Mm -hmm. I have the same, like, if I just avoided dairy for the rest of my life, I probably would feel spectacular but everybody knows cheese is delicious and dairy is in a lot of things so I you know I know what I'm getting myself into when I'm eating that ice cream that's really good
3: <laughs> yeah all fascinating
0: right. yeah we all have really good platforms good job ladies could all be Miss America no <laughs> <laughs> all right well are we um and anything else to add about our topic today? All right. Is there any updates that we have for the shop that we
1: want to share to our, our listeners? The newest kit of the week should be out there today. I, uh, we keep refreshing our kit of the week every Thursday. There's a new kit of the week and, uh, we get it out there on social media as soon as we can. And, uh, just make sure that you visit our website at least once a week to see what is the new kit of the week because there's always something new and they're fun and, and, and probably the, knitter, the knitters who have bought with us before the kit of the week I mean, we are creating them ourselves this is you know we think of you we look at the yarns that we have we put these kits together so they're all handmade by us and i the visit, visit our website every week all right
0: all right, and of course, um, you know our classes are going through the our fall calendar is through the end of the year. Um, we do have classes that start in October, um, so if you haven't signed up for a class yet or are looking for something else to do um, for the fall, make sure you check out our website so you can see what classes we still have available. Um, and I guess I'm like, ready to wrap it up. So if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out our website, finally, or follow us on Instagram. Um, and please leave us a positive review on Apple podcasts, um, or iTunes so more people can find us. Um, so hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.